Hello and welcome to the Conservative Crusader. My name is GOP Josh. Thank you for tuning in on this Monday morning. It is Monday, April 4th, 2022. Very excited to be joining you all today with a lot of news to talk about. There was a shooting, a mass shooting in Sacramento yesterday, to which Biden is now using to control and push the gun control agenda. We must do more than more and we must act according to him. Uh, President Zelensky, who is supposedly facing the toughest war of his lifetime and the toughest period that Ukraine has ever gone through, is giving a speech at the Grammys because that's the most important thing to be doing right now, of course. Uh, Elon Musk becomes Twitter's largest shareholder, according to the Financial Times. President Trump endorses in the open seat in Alaska. He endorses Sarah Palin. We're going to talk about that because that is a big, big issue, a lot of... People are talking about that on Twitter. And a convicted child rapist nabbed for assault after lax sentencing from Kentonji Brown Jackson. That has been the news of the weekend. Brought to you by the New York Post. That is why we are we are we are having maybe a longer episode today, because I have a lot of opinions on everything going on right now. Especially the last article I'm going to talk about, which is why I'm going to try to give myself as much time as possible to talk about that. But also the race in in um, Alaska for their congressional seats, a big race. So to start off with, Biden uses Sacramento shooting to push gun control agenda. Uh, From Fox News, President Biden addresses the horrific shooting in Sacramento, California on Sunday, urging Congress to pass gun control restrictions in the wake of the tragedy. Today, America once again mourns for another community devastated by gun violence. The president began on a statement issued Sunday night. In a single act in Sacramento, six individuals left dead and at least a dozen more injured. Families forever changed. Survivors left to heal wounds, both visible and invisible. I want to thank first responders in Sacramento and all those across the United States who act every day to save lives. We know these lives are not the only lives impacted by gun violence last night, and we equally mourn those victims and families who do not make national headlines. Then the president turned towards politics. But we must do more than more. We must act. It is why my administration has taken historic executive action to implement my co- comprehensive gun crime reduction strategy from standing up gun trafficking crimes forces to helping c- uh, cities across the country expand community violence interventions and hire more police officers for community policing. Biden urged Congress to pass gun control legislation. We also continue to call on Congress to act. Banned ghost guns, require background checks for all gun sales, ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines, repeal gun manufacturers' immunity from liability, pass his budget proposal, which would give cities more of the funding they need to fund the police and fund crime prevention and intervention strategies that can make our cities safer. These are just a few of the steps Congress urgently needs to take to save lives. So I'm going to read something else. I'm not going to say what it is before I begin reading it. As he's talking about gun control. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. End of statement. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. I'm going to read that second part again. The, The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Probably 20 or 25 words right there. Making up an entire amendment of the Constitution. Means more to me, means more to you, means more to every well-meaning American than anything any of the 45 presidents 
will ever say. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. What happened in Sacramento is a tragedy. And I will say that for every gun crime that happened. And that happens in the future. Because they have yet to say if this gun crime happened by a legal gun gun owner. It remains unclear whether any of the legislative moves Biden has championed would have addressed this particular shooting. Because this is just an excuse. Right? And I I will recognize that this is a tragedy. And we should try to avoid tragedy. Gun restrictions. Gun policy will not stop gun crime. And I'm saying this slow because I, I imagine with the title I'm going to put on this podcast, a lot of liberals will click on it and, and, and want to debate me about this. So I'm saying it slow for, for, their, for their brain capacity. Gun restrictions will not prevent gun crime. A criminal who wants to own a firearm will own a firearm. Is that hard to understand? A criminal who wants to make a ghost gun, no matter what extra laws will be added by Congress, by a state, will make a ghost gun. If a criminal wants to carry a firearm, they will still carry a firearm. All these laws do are restrict well-meaning, patriotic Americans from exercising their Second Amendment launch. Or not launch, I'm sorry, I'm reading an article. Their Second Amendment right. Because that is more important than any gun legislation Congress may pass. And speaking of gun legislation, if you're anti-citizens having guns, look at what's going on in Ukraine right now. If you actually stand with people of Ukraine, you'd support the Second Amendment, you'd support carrying firearms. But President Zelensky, talking about Ukraine, asks for support in a surprise Grammy speech. Why is he at the Grammys? Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky appeared in a video message at the Grammy Awards to ask for support in telling the story of Ukraine's invasion by Russia. During the pre-recorded message that aired on the show Sunday, he likened the invasion to a deadly silence threatening to extinguish the lives and dreams of the Ukrainian people. Our musicians wear body armor instead of tuxedos. They sing to the wounded at hospitals, even to those who can't hear them. But the music will break through anyway. I'm going to play the whole clip. It's not that long. It's like two minutes long. Tell the truth about the war on your social networks, on TV, support us in any way you can, any but not silence. 
Ukraine's President Vladimir Zelensky delivered a powerful message at the 2022 Grammys. I guess the Breitbart video is not just the video like normal. What 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 is Breitbart doing? Why have to trade up on me? I I, I trusted you, Breitbart. I'm not going to play that. The Recording Academy, with its partner Global Citizen, prior to the ceremony, highlighted a social media campaign called Stand Up for Ukraine to raise money and support during the humanitarian crisis. Fill the silence with your music. Fill it today to tell our story. Tell the truth about the war on your social networks on TV. Support us in any way you can, in any but not silence, and then peace will come to all of our cities. Following Zelensky's message, John Legend performed his song Free with Ukrainian musicians. I'm not going to try to pronounce their names as images from the war were shown on the screens behind them. Because appearing at the Grammys is more important than fighting for your country. Comedians and musicians recognizing that there is a problem will not stop Vladimir Putin. If you go on Twitter... Let me find the the Kremlin's Twitter page. If you go to the replies, it's people in Russian asking for them to stop the war. Remove Putin, stop the war, are the replies. If that kind of attention worked, do you think the war would still be going on right now? Zelensky should be leading his country rather than appearing at the Grammys. If he actually wants this war to be won by Ukraine, if he wants this war to be over, he should be protecting his country rather than appearing at the Grammys. I mean, think about it. I mean, Really, it makes no sense. In my own opinion. So when we return, we're going to talk about Sarah Palin Because Trump has endorsed her. Thankfully, she's the best candidate in that race. Uh, Elon Musk has become the Twitter's Twitter's largest shareholder. And a child rapist was nabbed for an assault charge because of Katanji Brown Jackson. She is literally a pedophile... um, What's the word? Pedophile sympathizer. And we we cannot have someone like her on the court. It's It's not like it matters. No matter what reporting comes out, it's not like it matters because... Susan Collins will vote for her anyway, but we, we need to talk about it. It's very important to remember the record. And we're going to talk about that when, when we return here on The Conservative Crusader. Welcome back. This is the Conservative Crusader. Elon Musk is now Twitter's largest shareholder. Now I have my my um, holdbacks about Elon. I, I don't trust him completely, but he is better than Jack Dorsey, I believe, or whoever else was the first, was a, was the largest shareholder, not majority, but largest shareholder. Two weeks ago, Elon Musk put on Twitter a poll that said. Free speech is essential to a functioning democracy. Do you believe Twitter uh, rigorously adheres to this principle? In over 2 million votes, 70% said no. 
He put on a reply to that, the consequence of this poll will be important. Please vote carefully. He, that, that poll obviously had no, and majority no. And Twitter, today, this morning, early this morning, filed with the FEC a form that says Elon Musk bought 73,486, or 73,486,938 shares of Twitter. 9.2% of their stock. Elon Musk is now the largest shareholder of Twitter. Now, I don't know exactly what this means. That This stock is worth like $3 billion worth of, I think. Uh, Twitter's stock was up at 25% at the time this was made because of this. Per Bloomberg data, Musk's 9.2% Twitter stake would make him the largest shareholder in the company. It is more than quadruple the 2.25% position of founder Jack Dorsey. Twitter stock is up 25% in pre-market trading before this article was released. Let's see what it's at now because I can look at that while I talk. I'm, I'm trying to multitask here. But I'm very happy about this. You know, I, I don't think that Elon Musk is the best at everything. So in one day... It is up 21.27% so far. This is at 10.18 a.m. Um, after Elon Musk's purchase. It is up a lot. I can't see pre-market. Tesla is also up about a percent, but that's about normal. But a 22% increase is pretty crazy. Anyways. I applaud Elon Musk for this. Obviously, I don't think that he's in it for all of the best motives right i mean i don't think he is the best person to own this company but he's better than jack dorsey he's better than paraj whatever his last name is the current ceo this is a lot and i'm very excited i hope and i'm gonna put i'm gonna read what i put on twitter because i what i i manage my own twitter account i I know what I post and I really support it, but I want to go find it to make sure that I get it exactly right. Here it is. When when did I retweet that? <laughs> when did I tweet that this morning? Breaking, Elon Musk purchases a 9.2% stake in Twitter, becomes Twitter's largest shareholder. Who else hopes he uses power to make a free a Twitter a free speech haven? Because I like Truth Social. It's a great platform. You can follow me over there at GOP Josh if you're on there. I love Gab. Gab is a great platform. They have a lot more than Twitter, actually, and I, I really enjoy it. Getter is terrible. So if, if, if we can take Twitter, if conservatives and, and people who think with a free speech mind can take Twitter, make us the majority <laughs> on the shareholder board and make it a free speech haven, I will be absolutely happy, and so will everyone else. Because if we can take back Twitter... Maybe not even take back, but just take Twitter. Take these big tech institutions, make them conservative, stop selling our data. The parallel economy won't need to exist. And I mean, I, I support the parallel economy. I support Gab. I support um, any alt tech. But if there becomes a point where we won't need to 
have these alt tech platforms, I'll be extremely happy. I mean, I, I don't know who wouldn't be happy to lose the need for another app. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm excited. I hope that it succeeds. I hope that Elon Musk can change the Twitter verse for the better. But in another story, Donald Trump has endorsed the former governor and vice presidential nominee Sarah Palin for the vacant congressional seat in Alaska. Um, Sarah shocked many when she endorsed me very early in 2016 and we won big. Now it's my turn. Sarah has been a champion for Alaska values, Alaska energy, Alaska job, and the great people of Alaska. Alaska jobs, uh. Palin was the first current or former state officer to endorse Trump in 2016. The Alaska House seat is open after the death of Don Young uh, after nearly 50 years. An open primary will pit more than 50 contenders from all parties against each other. So it sounds like it's going to be who can find Sarah Palin's name on the ballot. I praise Sarah Palin. I wish her luck. She'll be a great conservative voice in the House when she wins her open primary. Whenever that primary is held. So, one last story. Convicted child rapist nabbed for assault after lax sentence from Katanji Brown-Jackson. A Supreme Court nominee, Katanji Brown-Jackson, doled out pardon me, a lenient sentence to a child rapist for violating probation, and he allegedly struck again during the time when prosecutors warn- wanted him locked up. Uh, the Biden nominee's handling of sex offender Leo Weeks' case emerged in a trans- a trans of court filings and transcripts sent to the Judiciary Committee Friday, just days before the panel is set to vote on whether to report her nomination to the full U.S. Senate. While Republicans have previously highlighted Jackson's practice of giving the lightest possible punishments in child pornography cases, the Wiki's case throws into question her treatment of rapists as well. Uh, this case is yet another example of information coming to light after the nomination hearing concluded but of the Democrats' rushed vetting process, a aide told the New York Post. Uh, an aide for a Republican told the New York Post. Let me see. I don't have this saved anymore. I was going through my Twitter bookmarks and I accidentally erased them all. I want to see if I can find this clip where she says, if you just do something for 15 minutes, you shouldn't be locked up for 30 years. She said that um, in the hearing with with uh, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham, 30 years. Let's see if I can find this clip here. I hope I can. I don't think I can. No, 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 no. Okay, well. Unfortunate. I can't find it right now. But y'all know her, the clip. Y'all heard it on a previous episode. She is not qualified to serve on the highest court in the land. She is not qualified. I mean, let's be honest. This is not a good record. I found the clip. I found the clip. I repeat, I found the clip. No, I did not. The tweet was taken down. Oh, no, here it is. Okay. I, I'm going through in a loop this morning. This morning's going crazy. Here we go. In comes the internet. On the internet, with one click, you can receive, you can distribute tens of thousands. You can be doing this for 15 minutes, and all of a sudden, you are looking at 30, 40, 50 years in prison. Good. Good. I understand. Absolutely good. I hope you are. Good. Allow her to finish, please. I hope you go to jail for 50 years if you're on the internet trolling for images of children. That's not even the same thing, right? 
the left in the Democratic Party goes, we need to protect all women. We need to believe all women, this and that, right? Right? Until a woman, a black woman who can't define a woman, goes in front of a jury or goes in front of this rapist and says, yeah, you can go out. You're fine. You did nothing wrong. (sighs) My guy. How is she qualified? How has she made it this far? How? I'm being completely honest. I'm actually ashamed by what happened in Georgia after this, the Georgia elections. So we're going to end the episode early. I said I'm going to be longer, but I'm I'm just getting disappointed. I'm just getting upset. It's a Monday. We can't start a Monday so low. So we have to move on. We, We have to. You have to move on to a new, a new day. There will be no podcast tomorrow. There will be a podcast returning on Wednesday. My name is GOP Josh. This has been the Conservative Crusader. We'll be back Wednesday with a brand new episode. Stay tuned. That, that was so dark. I have to say that again. My name is GOP Josh. Stay tuned. Stay <laughs> tuned.